Well, Happy New Year, Delaware. Happy New Year, Nicole. Happy New Year. We're going to be saying that a lot over the next uh, 24 hours. At least I know what to say. <laughs> You're very, it's very safe. You can say Happy New Year where it's all coming for us. It makes us. it nice and easy for me to think, like, I don't have to think, is it morning or afternoon? Which honestly is a struggle for me. Yeah. It was like 7 o'clock at night and I was walking to the gym and I passed someone and I was like, good morning. <laughs> and as no. soon as I passed him, I'm like, I think something was wrong there. <laughs> that didn't feel right. Figured it out midway through the workout. The best part would be if they would have looked back at you and said, you too. Yes. <laughs> they did not. They just looked at me. That's a reference to one of my favorite stand-up comedians, Brian Regan. He does a whole bit about how it's just like when that unfortunate moment whenever you uh, say something really not like accurate to somebody and they say, you too. And, or they say yes. something to you. They're like, you know, it's your waitress. And they say, have a good meal. And you say, you too. And uh, yeah, they're not. They're I've not always had that knock, awkwardness, knockwardness, yeah. <laughs> awkwardness part. I mean, how many words have you heard me make up and then be like, no, it's real? That's a totally real word. It's real. Yeah. So I don't know if I've done too many on the radio, but I do it every day in and life. I was going to say, and we gave you a microphone. And you gave me a microphone. <laughs> All my words are real, everyone. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Hey, good morning, Gage. Well, good morning, ladies. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's coming for us. You can't stop it. It's here. Um, Today, I will give a quick shout out at the Delaware Main Library. This is Friday, December 30th. Um, Mm -hmm. Come to the Delaware Main Library at 1130 a.m. We are having the noon Year's Eve party. Um, yes. And that's because we are closed tomorrow, Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday, and Monday. So we'll see you today um, for the New Year's Eve party at, at 1130. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see you again on Tuesday. But that is just a super fun event. Oh, my gosh. It is like one of my favorite all year. So I get one of the important jobs of standing up above the kids. In the balcony. In the balcony. The me- in the mezzanine, yeah. And I get to throw stuff down over the top of it. It's the only time of year I'm allowed to do that. Yeah, the way you describe it sounds so much more violent, but it's confetti, no, so it's, it's going to gently It's confetti flutter. and yeah. balloons and, <laughs> and like all of us up there are like the countdown, like we're on our toes. Like no New Year's has as much like excitement for me as getting to drop all of that. Well, and I can stay awake for this New Year's Oh, Eve such party. a good point. Yeah. We're, we're having people over on mm-hmm. New Year's Eve and I honestly I don't know if I'm gonna make it I might just kick them all out by like 11 o'clock like guys it's time that's to a home. really bad hostess I know, right? <laughs> I'd just like be like hey I'm just gonna wake me up sure yeah you I'm know, gonna go sleep on the couch for a minute you guys <laughs> are you gonna be able to I have an amazing it? group of friends I spend New Year's with it's a smallish group but we end up talking books every time yeah so that is like one of my favorite parts of the whole thing is you know I've got people to like book geek out on that's good they read a lot more than I do too it's impressive that is impressive because as we'll get into here right now well we were going to talk about some of our books that we're currently reading Mm -hmm. our favorite books of the year Um, we both have our goodreads list pulled up Um, so we've got we've got a lot to talk about today it's really it's just me and Molly did I introduce you by the way of course no but I am in the title yeah so we said hello to Gage we said hello to Gage we've got coffee I've got coffee you know (laughs) You have coffee. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm going to get some on the way back, and it's going to be lovely, and I'm going to say, yes, add the whipped cream. You'll get yours soon. <laughs> All right. So, Molly, what uh, what's a book you want to talk about? What's something that was <sighs> maybe a favorite from this I year? I knew you were going to ask me this question. So, I'm looking over. I did finish my Goodreads challenge. Congratulations. Why, thank you. Um, I do believe that corners are allowed to be made. Yes. So, if I read, um, one of my favorite things I did is I read several Sherlock Holmes collections, mm-hmm. so some of his short stories, and Goodreads, when it have the collection to put in 
So I put each yeah. of the individual short stories in, and I feel awesome. In fact, my shortest book of the year was a Sherlock Holmes at 23 pages. It's appropriate. Very proud of that. But I've never really been able to enjoy Sherlock Holmes before, and I really started getting into the swing of it and how it's different from the TV show with Benedict Cumberbatch, which <laughs> I adore that show. Right. But the actual mastery of it. So that was one I really loved. Um, I also have a great one coming out of COVID. This one was also very short. There was a, I don't know if you call it mock, a mock book, but there was a book called Frog and Toad Are Doing Their Best. And mm-hmm. it was like a post-COVID book for adults. Oh, nice. On Frog and Toad. Uh-huh. And like, like the classic Frog and Toad like the classic, that we all know? And the same okay. illustrations. Oh, cool. and the And it was just so funny and so relatable. Like the computer didn't work. And... <laughs> They talk about their bank account and the drama of trying to buy a hat. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we all think things look good and they don't. And it was just sort of like the weight of life. Mm-hmm. And like, it's all okay. We're here. We'll just go to the next thing. I absolutely loved it because mm-hmm. it allowed my feelings from COVID, yeah. you know, to just really be expressed. Mm-hmm. You know, credit cards are hard. Yeah. You know, finances are hard. It's all hard. It is not a book for children. Technology is hard. I wouldn't say it's um, the go to go to sleep. Yeah, I don't. I I wouldn't say it's Mm -hmm. like going to traumatize your child to read it. They're just not going to get it. It's going to be confusing. The jokes will be over there. The jokes are way over their head and you're going to be laughing because you're going to feel them. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that was definitely one of my my highlights this year. And then your children will look at you. Because I I talked a little bit last week. Of course, we had the snow um, emergency last week. And if you saw my post on uh, LinkedIn or on my personal Facebook page, I shared how I did a quick little spot with Mark in the morning. And um, I boarded myself into my closet. I put on my headphones. I... um, avoided my children and then we talked a little bit about books we talked a little bit about programs and we talked Mm -hmm. a little bit about the snow um but i talked about uh david sedaris's holidays on ice um it's a fun little collection of several short stories that or several essays that sedaris has written um this one was this collection was published in 1997 and um it has the santa land diaries in it which talks about whenever he was a Elf at the um, Herald Square Macy's I would in New have York City. Paid to have seen him as an elf. It, it would have been wonderful. It, he was Amy with him because that's the other person <laughs> I could see enjoy this. He, he did not say <laughs> that Amy was working with him, um, but he does tell many, many stories. And so that's really the the big chunk of this book. It's a very, very short essay collection, um, only you know just over a hundred pages, and so you can get through it very quickly. Um, if you have the digital download of it, it's only like four hours or so. And so that one was a lot of fun, but. Um, some of it aged really well and some of it didn't age well. And I think that as with everything, I think Sedaris would be the first one to mention that there's some language that he uses in it um, that we definitely would say is not PC today. Mm -hmm. Um, And he would probably be the first one to admit that if he did a re-release of of the anthology. Um, And but I'm, I'm listening to it. And I'm just giggling to myself because it's so funny, all of the different stories that he tells. And every time I giggle, my kids are in the room and they're like, what's funny? (laughs) And I'm like, it's an elf. Why? Why is it funny? I'm like, don't worry about it. No, tell me why. (laughs) Guys, it's just, shh, go back to your YouTube. Nope, nope. Don't know. Don't know there. (laughs) Nope. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I love Sedaris as a whole. His Dress Your Children in Corduroy, Mm -hmm. that was probably the first book, and it will always last as my favorite, because it was so relatable. relatable. Anybody, 60s and 70s, with a, you know, um, oh, shoot, what was the car that had the big, long back? 
Why am I forgetting? With the wooden sides? Paneling. Uh-huh, on the, it. Yeah. The, I either make up words or I can't think of any of them. <laughs> station wagon. Station wagon. That's what I was trying to find. Yeah. So, you know, he talks about those road trips, and my family was notorious for our road trips. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, you know, it's great to relate to somebody who can write this stuff. Like, right. I can tell it, and you'll be looking at me like, uh-huh, Molly. Mm-hmm. He writes it, and I'm like, that's it. That's, that's it. That's, that's why it was so funny to all of us. That's how you describe <laughs> it. That's what you do. Um, I have another book that I want to talk about that um, came out this year, and I have to brag on one of my friends. I've known her since, like, elementary, middle school. Mm-hmm. Her name is Amber James, and she published a book this year called Notes to Self, a 30-Day Guided Journal. Ooh. And this is based off of an Instagram account that she created right around covid And she was working from home. She was feeling a little bit isolated. Um, She wrote hundreds of inspirational and motivational post-it notes to keep herself Uh going. She would just, you know, take a note and she would just say something like, make yourself a priority. And she would put it somewhere where she would see it, like on her bathroom mirror. She would do another one that says, be fearless. And Mm -hmm. she would take that and she would put it on her mouse pad. Um, She would take another one that would say something like, your voice is your superpower. And she would write that down and she'd put it on her front door. So as she's leaving, it's the last thing that she sees before she walks outside. And so um, she developed this into an Instagram account. Mm -hmm. It became wildly successful, just, you know, with a little boost here and there, but a lot of like viral power. Yeah. And um, so then she decided... Well, this would be a really great way to do some kind of guided journaling, Mm -hmm. different things like that. Amber's always been a writer, um, and she knows there are other people who would be able to take these. And so she basically took these Post-it notes, put it into this 30-day guided journal, and then has writing prompts to go along with them. So, for example, on day 12, she has set intentions for the day ahead as her Mm -hmm. Post-it note. And then for her guided writing journal, she has set your intentions. So she's got bullet points. Today, I will be... And then what are three things that you'll be today? It could be as simple as happy. Mm -hmm. Today I'll be focused. Today Mm -hmm. I'll be caffeinated. You know, caffeinated. (laughs) Please let me be caffeinated today. (laughs) Uh, Today I will attract three Mm -hmm. different things that you could attract today. And it's just a way to kind of sit, give yourself that moment in the morning or at night whenever you do your journaling and um, and go ahead and, and put it all together. So this is uh, Notes to Self, a 30-day guided journal written by Amber James. Um, you won't get it at the library because we don't really want you to write in our books. And so you will get it on Amazon. <laughs> and uh, it's it's just really cool. And I just I asked I asked her this morning. I was like, can I brag on you a little bit because this is just amazing that I'm friends with the published author. So you know, and it's a great idea. I spent a year. You know how you have those low years in your life where like everything goes wrong. Yeah. And you know. I use those little post-it notes, the ones that are like bookmarks. Oh, sure. The flags. Teeny, tiny yeah. little flags. And I wrote something I was grateful for every day. And I did that for like a year, mm-hmm. thinking like, oh, everything, everything's horrible this year. It reframed everything for me. It made me go into that next year like, okay, I can handle all this. You know, I still have this amazing cat. You <laughs> yes, know? you do. I put Lloyd on one of those post-it notes. Clearly, yeah. he can stay around. He you know, Yeah, yeah. he's kind of awesome. Um, so, you know, I started realizing the little things like the enjoyment of reading a book yes. or, and it just kind of helped me not get caught up in what is actually the little things mm-hmm. that just feel like they're harder than they have to be. And really, sometimes I'd be like, maybe that problem wasn't even a problem. Yeah. So I have to say there's something to writing on something small and well, not the overwhelming for me. 
books to fill out. Right. Like I buy them. I fill out two pages. I still have my fourth grade diary with empty pages in the end. <laughs> There's a lot of empty I've pages I've got my first in my day diaries. of work yeah. as a librarian in the same book, and right. I'm just really bad at journaling. This one is this one is very uh, not intimidating, which is yeah. wonderful, and I really appreciate that about it. But I think that's a great segue. So we'll go into a commercial break here, and on the second half, we'll talk about some of the ways that the library can help you with some of those little things that you want to accomplish in Absolutely. 2023. So we'll see you on the other side. Welcome back to Off the Shelf. This is your New Year's Eve edition. I'm Nicole Fowles, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Molly myers Labady. Always love being here. And Gage is on the board. Hello. Thank you, Gage. <laughs> happy New Year. Happy New Year. We're happy so happy New to be here. We're so happy to be here. Um, we were going to talk about this um, 2023 little steps to make you feel like you're like owning the year. Oh, yeah. It doesn't have to be big stuff. No. It, it can just be little things. And guess what? Your library is along your side. Yes, the, the whole, whole way. time. The whole way. Even if your own personal expectations change. Exactly. Because I tend to set a resolution and then I'm like, yeah, that one isn't as good as this one That's like, right. in June. Yeah. It's so a, I, I, here's the thing I never set resolutions, I mm-hmm. keep the bar real low. <laughs> Mine are more my bucket lists. Yeah. You're not the only one. Yeah. Thanks, Gage. <laughs> Well, one thing that could be a lot of fun, um, and I'm kind of taking advantage of it this week um, because I'm home with my kids this week. My husband's off from school. He's a teacher. And so we've been kind of doing Christmas break Columbus extravaganza. And so we did the zoo lights one day. Today we're going to the Columbus Museum of Art. That is awesome. Tomorrow we're going to Otherworld. Oh, I love Otherworld. I'm so excited about that. And so this is kind of like we're going to explore Columbus. It's right here in our backyard. Why not? Wait a minute. You're exploring Columbus in the state of Ohio? I know about that. I bet you know a thing or two. Well, one (laughs) of the tools that is going to help us explore Columbus are some of the culture passes. Yes. We've talked a lot about them on the show before. Um, If you don't know, if you haven't heard of them or this is your first time hearing about them, stop by the Delaware County District Library. Most of these you have to go into the library to get. Yes. And um, we have passes. And you should have a card with us, too. You should have a card. It would be the best. The best. It's the... uh, what is it? The gift that keeps on giving? The gift that keeps on giving. The most <laughs> valuable card in your wallet. Oh, yes. All those wonderful cliches. Uh, <laughs> so the Columbus Museum of Art has given us member for a day passes. You walk it into so cool. any of the branches. You say, I want a Columbus Museum of Art member for a day culture pass. Um, we will, quote, check it out to you. Yes. We're just going to hand you the pass. And it's going to get you admission up to eight people for the Columbus Museum of Art. Um, you get it for seven days, and you can use it once within those seven days. You also get 10% off at the museum. Oh, yeah. Um, I was prepping my girls to go. I mean, it gets you the parking. Yeah. It gets, I everything mean, that you everything. Need. I was prepping my girls to go with a book called Meowster Pieces. Oh, <laughs> it's like cats. <laughs> they're classic. Do you have one of the cameras on, Gage? If, I do. If you're, watching on, <laughs> if you're watching on Facebook, it's called Meowster Pieces, and it's all of the um, like classic works of art. It's got Van Gogh. Um, it's it's got Degas. It's got a b- whole bunch of other like classic artists in there. Um, redone as cats. I love so, it. So you know, Degas did um, all of the ballet uh, yes. dancers, and so they're all cats doing ballet. Yeah. Um, and so you, I didn't realize, but there's a key at the end of the book. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> I should. I thought it would have been at the front of the book. Um, it had the last stop, the Last Supper by Leonardo da Vinci, done yeah. with cats. Oh. It has the birth of Venus. Done with, with cats. cats. <laughs> I believe all works of art should have cats as yeah. the main piece. So much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know yeah. what else is going on there right now? Tell me. 
It is the 10-year anniversary of their Lego, like, extravaganzas that they do every year. I did not know this. Yes, and they are open New Year's Day, which is when I think I went the first year to see the first Lego exhibit ever. But it's like a full city. Like, they build Columbus. But there are these little things mixed in, like the Simpsons are somewhere, and, like, Batman's on the top of one of the buildings, and it changes every single year you go. That's so cool. And it gets bigger. And, you know, they are so into the idea of creativity. Yeah. We get so caught on the idea that to be creative, we think it's you have to have this artistic talent. Artistic talent is an amazing thing, but it's not creativity. Creativity is thinking of something new, Mm -hmm. going in a direction that's never been gone. I always leave there feeling like, hey, I I got this thing down. I can do this. And if you haven't been to a museum since you were a kid and you had to be quiet, like libraries. sure. It's not stuffy. It is not stuffy. It is made for children. They're Wonder Room. Your kids can get in there and play and create and have fun and start this cultural feeling Right now. I mean, you may fall in love with it and want to get your own membership so you can go all the time. I think that's what really these are all a taste for. You know, yes. it's, it's it's the opportunity to see things that you haven't seen and then decide for yourself if it's that thing for your family. Absolutely. Um, Franklin Park Conservatory. We have culture passes mm-hmm. to those as well, or to visit Franklin Park Conservatory as well. Um, they go fast, though. They go those, fast. Those are limited. Yeah. yeah. So check in on, like, Monday at each branch. Like, I'm talking 9 a.m. when we open to see if you can check out one yes. of the Franklin Park Conservatory um, passes. But it gives you a taste. It gives you a yes. taste to see it. You've never seen it before, and now you can decide for yourself. Oh, I think I might want to support. This is this. something my family may want yeah. to do all the time. With my own finances. Yes, exactly. Yes. What other ways, Molly, can the library help you out in 2023? Well, we all know that I love a good road trip. Yes. And I just made it down to Marietta. Mm-hmm. And when you love road trips like this, you need some guides. The library has a ton of like. Ohio or a Hikers Ohio or a Literary Ohio, we have all these resources for your interest and where you can find it throughout the state. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we can help you not only with that, there are many staff who can help you. You know, I've got apps and things that help me find the odd because I get to Marietta and I'm like, now what are we going to do, Lloyd? I know. Let's call and get a reservation at the Mortuary Museum. Yeah, let's go see a tooth from a guy who died 100 years ago. It's fantastic. (laughs) Oh, it was, I mean, the wicker baskets, they explained how they used to get people in and out of buildings. And it's a guided tour that you have to call and make a reservation one-on-one. They show you all the different hearsts. So they've got horse-drawn hearse, but they've got these packers, car people. This sounds like a Molly Weird oddity. This is a car museum, too. Fun. Um, the, the guide was so educated about what he's talking about. One of the Packers was in, I think it was the movie Get Low. Uh-huh. And so you see all the movie memorabilia f- from it. So nothing like taking your husband to a mortuary museum for his birthday. But uh, <laughs> he loves me anyway, I think. It's celebrating his life by realizing his mortality. It is. There you go. But it's fascinating to see how our world looked at it. I mean, they have the hair memorabilia where they would collect hair from generations and make brooches and make these memories. So weird. Up on It is beautiful. Beautifully weird. I'm like, look at these generations being honored together and never forget gotten and the traditions that we used to have mm-hmm. and the idea of you know what a good life they've lived mm-hmm. uh, to me it was a very uplifting trip marietta as a whole though the shopping is fun the food is fantastic all of that can be found in some guides that we have on the you know shelves if i happen to be around well make sure you have a lot of time because <laughs> um there's so much of ohio to explore i know i've got a lot of friends who are now on like we're going to visit all 88 counties and i'm like 
Absolutely. And then I started thinking, I wonder how many I've actually been to. Mm -hmm. I've never tracked it by a county. I think about the cities that I go. Right. And uh, but we're there to help you with I want to see more of the state I live in goal. Yeah. And and it's so easy to do it as a day trip, to do it inexpensive on a tank of gas. So much to see. Downtown Delaware, downtown Powell, Ostrander, Orange Township. You can start right here in there your library. There is so much. I mean, the oddities. If you haven't been to the gas station birthplace of a president. Right. You Where really you need yeah. to go downtown. What are you doing? It actually was one of the most exciting things. The The week I started, I walked over to go see it right. because it had been on my list for so long. Yeah. Birthplace of... Mr. Hayes. Mr. Hayes. Mr. President Hayes. Hayes. <laughs> He's done well for us. <laughs> well, we would be remiss if we did not remind you that the library will be closed this weekend yes. as we celebrate um, the new year. Saturday through Monday, we'll see you again on Tuesday. Um, and then when we come back in the new year, we're going to keep our same regular hours for Absolutely. the next um, like three-ish weeks. Yep. And then on the 28th, we start with some new hours at the library. Mm-hmm. We're just trimming back um, the start and the end of the day by an hour. So 10 to 7 will start on January 28th. Mm-hmm. And then the Powell Branch Library um, will mirror more of our Ostrander Branches yes. um, schedule as we get ready to open Liberty. It'll be here before we know it. I hope so. I know. Can't wait to give you a date. As soon as I've got one, I got one. It's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would love to say Happy New Year, Gage. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Molly. Happy New Year, Nicole. It has been a wonderful 2022, and I cannot wait to see what 2023 brings us. I hope it's glitter. (laughs) Glitter. (laughs) I want it to be glitter. All the shiny, sparkly things. It's going to be hard to clean up all the glitter. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the fun of it. You think you get it all, and then you look in the mirror, and it's like, there's one of my one little twinkle right By the there way, I eye. live in a split opinion on glitter home. So <laughs> it is a uh, derisive? Divisive. Divisive. It's a divisive topic in your home. I think I'm going to call it derisive from now on. I, like I think too. that's my word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, Happy New Year, listeners, and we will see you in the stacks.